mai, haere mai. Welcome to the Maxim Institute podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm the communications manager at Maxim Institute. This is our weekly short-form podcast. These podcasts are released in tandem with our weekly column and are a chance for you to hear in-depth from the column's author about some of the thinking that went into producing their final piece. Today we talk to researcher Natasha Borlas about her recent column. Natasha, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to be here. <laughs> we are talking today about your latest column, prize-winning birds versus AI. Now, that's not two things that would normally go in a sentence together. <laughs> AI and prize-winning. <laughs> they do in my mind. It's just oh, it's synonymous. <laughs> so, how did they end up in your inbox at the same time? Well, the inbox is exactly where they ended up. <laughs> um, I receive a diplomatic newsletter weekly, mm. and. New Zealand rarely gets a mention, yes. but they did this time. They were actually top of the top list. Top of the list. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. it was the uh, the tongue-in-cheek cutesy oh, introduction to the newsletter where they, you know, oh, yes, the world is blowing up and all sorts of things yeah, yeah. are going on, but New Zealand voted about a bird two years ago today <laughs> and it's their anniversary. No, so that was... Uh, New Zealand <laughs> continues to be the cutesy schmootsy of the world. That's oh, right. That's, that's right. But the other thing that was going on at the same time was, you know, the, the Bletchley conference that mm. was uh, around AI. They yes. just uh, had a declaration that came out yeah. as, as a result of that. Many countries had signed up. Um, and so obviously those two things side by side, mm. I just started... The interesting thing was, is that... The bird of the year, we all know about that. And That's right. like internationally, people know about it. And John Oliver started this massive campaign about it. But <laughs> it's a phenomenon yeah, now. <laughs> it, it is. It's become its own thing, right? Internationally, but not many of us, almost none of us, I think, would have heard of the, the Bletchley AI Summit. It didn't get a lot of media coverage mm. in New Zealand. Mm. Uh, I mean, to be honest, the, the two articles that I found in the lead up to writing this column was, you know, one was... Uh, a press release by the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment. Yes. We're going. Yeah, this is an exciting yeah. thing and we're looking forward to going. The next one was, hey, this thing happened and we didn't get there. Oh, so. no. <laughs> I'm not oh, sure what went dear. on there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately that was kind of, mm. the news is there is no news yeah. <laughs> as far as New Zealand Nothing is Nothing to see concerned. here, just move along. Yeah. And so part of your writing this is to bring to our attention the fact that we actually as New Zealand need to be engaged in these conversations. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, the funny thing was these are two very different things. They just happen to be in the same mm. article. But the more I looked into it, you know, the, the Bird of the Year Awards has had some digital interference yeah. before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> has it now? Oh, so it turns out, you know, that I think it was, uh, was it 2019, the Russian oh, vote? Yeah. was. There were a lot, of, a lot of Russian votes and yes. there was a question about whether there may have been some sort of meddling. And I'm sure, you know, they kind of, if I was going to run a, a test, you know, like a <laughs> first <right>. iteration <laughs> of my ability to interfere with the democratic process, the Bird of the Year Award Absolutely. is like the place to That's do right. it. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I think the other thing that was going on at the same time was I'd, I'd been away to Europe. I'd come back to New Zealand and it is spring. Yeah. The birds, it's beautiful. The Bird of the Year Awards are going on. There's, there's so much about New Zealand that just feels so close mm. but also maybe a bit insular yes. because I'd just come back from Europe and you know at the, the time I'd been away that you've got the war in Ukraine you've got the you know that the Hamas attacks had happened around that same time as well and so it was kind of this I've just returned to this place 
that is so disconnected yes. from what's going on in the rest of the world. And there's, you know, there's an extent to which it's like, well, what's going on in Israel? It's not going to touch us physically. You know, mm. that, that there is a, a big boundary between New Zealand and the rest of the world. And that's, you know, we're very grateful for that. It's yes. part of why we, we experience the blessing of peace mm. that we do. But then when it comes to the digital realm, those things the don't recognise boundaries. boundaries. Yeah, those physical exist. boundaries are meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't think that New Zealand currently has the capacity to deal with that alone. Mm. And it looks like we're not prioritising the conversations with the people who do. Mm. So in some ways our physical understanding of the world has bled over into our digital understanding. I think so. I, th I think we... It's hard to feel engaged yeah, <laughs> with the yeah. rest of the world yeah, when yeah. you're here. But we need to. We need to. Yeah. And so what can we do then in order to, uh, other than going to these conferences that we say we're going to go to <laughs> yeah, and signing up to up these things. Always yeah, good. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, one of the things to say is that, that Maxim Institute has put out a, a very comprehensive paper on mm. the issue of digital and uh, AI and democracy in particular. Mm. And it, it lays out some of those recommendations. You know, there, there's at the individual level what you can do at the national government level, what you can do, and at the international level. So mm. I, I would recommend that people mm. go and find that on our website. That would be, yeah. And that's something that we're continuing to look into over Absolutely. the next little while yeah. is AI and its impact on all sectors of society. So definitely what are the, some of those recommendations that we might? Yeah, so I, I mean I think awareness is massive. Mm. Be aware of the capacity of AI. Mm. Be aware of the places where it's being used. Um, you know, inform yourself of particularly where it's being used in governance, you know, that mm. the New Zealand government is engaging with AI to run some of its its automated processes mm. and there, there are demo, de democratic uh, risks involved in that. So become aware as an individual. And then at the national level, we really need to be looking at creating a business unit or, or some body that uh, of of experts who are responsible for looking into the risks of AI. Mm. Also the opportunities, there's opportunity cost. If we don't get on board with yeah. AI, we might miss out on some things that yeah. other countries will will move miles ahead. Mm. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> just get we don't want to, we don't get left yeah. behind there either. But then international relationships really really important mm. because we're not the biggest uh, developers of mm. AI that you know that's places like America places like the UK, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Mm. And we need to be able to talk to these other nations about the impact that what of what their businesses are developing yeah. on nations like ours yeah. and, and be able to be part of, of limiting yeah. <laughs> some yeah. of the damage. And, and piggybacking on some of their technological Absolutely. advancements and, yeah. and signing up to things that, that they'll help us with. Yeah, we should, I mean, we should definitely take a similar mentality to it as we do in defence, you mm. know, recognising that, we're small, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're limited. But uh, where where can we, as a as a nation, really shine? You know, what are what are the specialisations that we could get into that make us a place people want to mm. connect with? Mm. Uh, but also, where can we ask the big fish <laughs> to cover our backs? Yeah, so, yeah, great. Yeah. Oh well, good thoughts, Natasha. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Unfortunately, whilst diplomats, strategists and political nerds worldwide now know that this time two years ago Kiwis voted a bat, the best bird in our nation, most New Zealanders are blissfully unaware that 29 countries reached a declaration of commitment to AI safety at Bletchley Park, previously the top secret location of UK codebreakers during World War II. We didn't even manage to turn up. Blame the caretaker government, perhaps? 
Yet as recently as 29th of October, officials from our Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment were expecting to participate. The summit took place from the 1st to the 2nd of November. Both Ukraine and Israel had representation there, and they do both have a bit going on. I recently returned home from a trip to Europe, with the sun finally making an appearance, the vibrant greens and incessant chirrups of spring, not to mention the intrigue of the 100th Bird of the Year awards. Our place feels like an oasis. These lovely islands are truly blessed, both for their natural beauty and the beautiful spirit of peace that dwells in them. There is a great distance between Aotearoa, New Zealand, and some of the ugliest and most brutal humanitarian tragedies currently occurring in the wider world. But with the rise of AI technologies, that distance is shrinking. Maxim recently published a paper on the threat that AI poses to democracy here. It's not only at the highest levels that we feel the impacts of these technologies. In 2019, a flurry of votes from Russia for the Bird Awards brought the final tally under scrutiny. The Bletchley Declaration is a landmark, an international commitment to design, develop and deploy AI in a manner that is safe, in such a way as to be human-centric, trustworthy and responsible. In the same week as the Bletchley Summit, US President Joe Biden issued an executive order requiring AI developers to share their safety test results and other critical information with the US government prior to public release. The order follows a year of action by other countries and international bodies. The EU began working on regulations on the development and use of AI in 2021, and though they are yet to be passed into law, there has been significant progress on these throughout 2023. Aotearoa New Zealand does not have any AI-specific laws. Our only AI-specific policy is the algorithm charter to which most government agencies, but not all, are signatories. We can't afford to be left out of the AI conversation – there's too much to lose in terms of security, economic advantage and our place in the high-tech race. Also, if malignant foreign actors hijack this year's vote, the red-billed gull could win bird of the century. Everyone knows that Tui deserves it, right? Thanks for listening to the Maxim Institute podcast. If you'd like to hear more from us and keep up with the rest of our research and analysis of politics and policy in New Zealand, you can sign up on the homepage of our website to get our monthly forum email and invitations to future Maxim Institute events. You can search and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the team at Maxim, Matewa, goodbye for now. <laughs>